Clearshore presents Hacking for Defense at Stanford 2018 Wonder and Awe by Steve Blank June 8th, 2018 at steveblank.com We just finished our third annual Hacking for Defense class at Stanford. Six teams presented their lessons learned presentations. Watching them, I was left with wonder and awe about what they accomplished in 10 weeks. Six teams spoke to over 600 beneficiaries, stakeholders, requirements writers, program managers, warfighters, legal, security, customers, etc. By the end of the class, all the teams realized that the problem as given by the sponsor had morphed into something bigger, deeper, and much more interesting. Each of the six teams presented a two-minute video to provide context about their problem and then gave an eight-minute presentation of their lessons learned over the ten weeks. Each of their slide presentations followed the customer discovery journey. All the teams used the Mission Model Canvas, Customer Development, and Agile Engineering to build minimum viable products, but all their journeys were unique. The teams presented in front of several hundred people in person and online. Our mantra to the students was that we wanted them to learn about deployment, not demos. Our observation is that the DoD has more technology demos than they need, but often lack deep problem understanding. Our goal was to have the students first deeply understand their sponsor's problem before they started building solutions. As you can imagine, with a room full of technologists, this was tough. Further, we wanted the students to understand all parts of the Mission Model Canvas, not just the beneficiaries and the value proposition. We wanted them to learn what it takes to get their product or service deployed to the field, not give yet another demo to a general. This meant that the minimum viable products the students built were focused on maximizing their learning of what to build, not just building prototypes. Our sponsors did remind us that, at times, getting a solution deployed meant that someone did have to see a demo. Note, the Hacking for Defense class was designed as fundamental research to be shared broadly and the results are not subject to restriction for proprietary or national security reasons. In the 10 weeks the students have, Hacking for Defense hardware and software prototypes don't advance beyond a technology readiness level 4 and remain outside the scope of U.S. export control regulations and restrictions on foreign national participation. Our primary goal was to teach students lean innovation while they engaged in a national public service. Today, if college students want to give back to their country, they think of Teaching for America, the Peace Corps or AmeriCorps, or perhaps the U.S. Digital Service or the GSA's 18F. Few consider opportunities to make the world safer with the Department of Defense, Intelligence Community, or other government agencies. Next, we wanted the students to learn about the nation's threats and security challenges while working with innovators inside the DOD and Intelligence Community. While doing so, also teach our sponsors, the innovators inside the Department of Defense, DOD, and Intelligence Community, IC, that there is a methodology that can help them understand and better respond to rapidly evolving asymmetric threats. That if we could get teams to rapidly discover the real problems in the field using lean methods and only then articulate the requirements to solve them, could defense acquisition programs operate at speed and urgency and deliver timely and needed solutions. Finally, 
We wanted to familiarize students with the military as a profession, its expertise, and its proper role in society. And conversely, show our sponsors in the Department of Defense and Intelligence community that civilian students can make a meaningful contribution to problem-solving and rapid prototyping of solutions to real-world problems. Hacking for Defense has its origins in the Lean Launchpad class I taught at Stanford in 2011. It was adopted by the National Science Foundation in 2012 to train principal investigators who wanted to get a federal grant for commercializing their science, an SBIR grant. The NSF observed, The class is the scientific method for entrepreneurship. Scientists understand hypothesis testing. And they relabeled the class as the NSF I-Corps, Innovation Corps. The class is now taught in 81 universities and has trained over 1,500 science teams. It was adopted by the National Institutes of Health as ICAR at NIH in 2014 and the National Security Agency in 2015. In 2016, brainstorming with Pete Newell of BMNT and Joe Felter at Stanford, we observed that students in our research universities had little connection to the problems their government as well as the larger issues civil society was grappling with. Wondering how we could get students engaged, we realized the same Lean Launchpad i class could provide a framework to do so. Both Hacking for Defense and Hacking for Diplomacy with the State Department were born. Hacking for Energy at Columbia and Hacking for Impact, nonprofits at Berkeley, quickly followed. Hacking for Defense is now offered at 11 universities in addition to Stanford, Georgetown, University of Pittsburgh, Boise State, UC San Diego, James Madison University, University of Southern Mississippi, University of Southern California, and Columbia University. Over the next year, it will expand to 22 universities. Hackingfordefense.org, a nonprofit, was established to train educators and to provide a single point of contact for connecting the DODIC sponsor problems to these universities. We've been surprised at how applicable the Hacking for X methodology is for other problems. It's equally applicable to solving public safety, energy, policy, community, and social issues internationally and within our own communities. In the next year, we'll see three new variants of the class. Hacking for the environment, hacking for oceans, and hacking for cities. When I authored this blog post, this class is a team project. The teaching team consisted of Pete Newell, who is a retired Army colonel, currently a senior visiting research fellow at the National Defense University's Center of Technology and National Security Policy and CEO of BMNT. Steve Weinstein, a 30-year veteran of Silicon Valley technology companies and Hollywood media companies. Steve is CEO of Movie Labs, the joint R&D lab of all the major motion picture studios. Jeff Decker is a social science researcher at Stanford. Jeff served in the U.S. Army as a Special Operations Light Infantry Squad Leader in Iraq and Afghanistan. Two of our teaching assistants were prior students, Samuel Jackson, our lead TA, and Will Papper and Annie Scheel, and Paricha Duengtawisup, also assisted. Special thanks to our course advisors, Tom Byers, Professor of Engineering and Faculty Director, SDVP, Arun Majumdar and Sally Benson, Co-Directors of the Stanford Pre-Court Energy Institute, and John Mitchell, Stanford Provost of Teaching and Learning. A special thanks to Rich Carlin and the Office of Naval Research for supporting the program at Stanford and across the country. 
We were lucky to get a team of mentors, VCs and entrepreneurs, who selflessly volunteered their time to help coach the teams. Thanks to Tom Bedkar, Kevin Ray, Daniel Bardenstein, Rafi Holtzman, Craig Cedar, Michael Chai, Lisa Wallace, and Dave Gabler. We were privileged to have the support of an extraordinary all-volunteer team of professional senior military officers representing all branches of service attending fellowship programs at Stanford's Hoover Institute and Center for International Study and Cooperation, SISAC, and Asian Pacific Research Center, APARC, at the Freeman Spogli Institute, FSI. These included Colonel Bradley Boyd, Lieutenant Colonel James Gumbo Coughlin, Lieutenant Colonel Marcus Ferreira, Lieutenant Colonel Jur J. Garcia, Lieutenant Commander Nick Hill, Commander Mike Nardine, Commander Rebecca Orr, Commander Michael Schoonover, Colonel Jason Shrek Terry, and Todd Forsman. And of course, a big shout out to our sponsors at SOCOM, Mac Leland, and Angel Jaskowski, at MITRE, Sharesh Damodaran, at NAVFAC, Bill Wilcox, at the 9th ISR, Ian Eichen, at AFLR, Jeff Palumbo and Mike Rottmeyer, at the Defense Acquisition University, Shirley Franco, and at ERDC, Thomas Buzada. Thanks. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.